Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. Well, hello today, folks. This is Dr. William Curtis with the WFO Live Podcast and the NRG Tribe. Today, I wanted to do, I think this is going to be a bonus episode. It's not going to be a regular, you know, weekly episode, um, but it's going to be an update on the, you know, I guess we'll call it our COVID-19 update. Um, today, I've also got uh, sharing the airwaves with me today. I've got Dr. Ron Guevara, who's one of my partners at Future Focus Family Medicine, we wanted to sit down and remind people about what's going on in the world and how, you know, at least our medical team is responding to that. And then also uh, put some reminders out there about what we ought to be doing for just general health. So again, Ron, welcome to the show. I know you've been on, you've been one of our guests before. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, our team has been very tied uh, to what we call the telemedicine platform uh, in recent weeks. Of course, we've done this at our clinic for many years, but right now it seems like it's really taken on uh, a a significant portion of our our practice as we're all in quarantine. It it really has. Even this morning, um, I, I didn't have much on my schedule. I'm working from home today. I didn't have much on my schedule when I woke up this morning, but almost immediately I had our staff at Future Focus contact me with about half a dozen patients that needed to be uh, seen today via our virtual platform or or our telemedicine platform. So I was able to finish with those folks this morning, and and they all seemed to be very appreciative of, um, you know, being, having their their healthcare needs met uh, while not having to come into the office because of our current situation with, you know, the governor saying that, you know, we need to shelter in place and, and try to avoid, um, you know, exposing themselves to this coronavirus, this COVID-19. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Now, I've done, I've done telemedicine uh, for several years, uh, you know, on various platforms, including our own. So for me, it's a little less new, except for um, we're doing so much more of it now. And it's kind of interesting. A lot of my friends are like, oh, you know, we're, you know, it's really, it's, it's, it's nice. And I appreciate that they're kind of thanking us for our service kind of thing, you know, but the reality is, it's, you know, this is kind of what we signed up to do. And I, I'm kind of, it's interesting to me because we're actually, you know, they think we're busy. I'm very slow right now. I don't, I'm not doing a fraction of the normal patient care I normally do. And for me, it's a bit strange. I don't know about you, but um, I kind of, I'm, I'm of the mindset I'm ready to make contact with the enemy, so to speak. Not that I want us to have a big outbreak or something, but it's just like at some point I just, I want to feel like I'm helping and, and, and dealing with things. And I guess in some way we are, we're, we're helping, you know, um, coordinate care and, and we're certainly treating people. What do you, I don't know if that's landed for you the same way, but I just, I've talked to a couple of other friends of mine that are physicians that are sort of like, like sort of waiting in the wings, you know, ready to do what we need to do. No, absolutely. You know, yesterday um, I had a busy morning, but my afternoon was, you know, crickets. Um, you know, sat in the office and took care of a, a lot of things that I don't normally get to take care of uh, because we're so busy generally with, you know, the number of patients that we see in the office and even even through our, you know, telemedicine platform. So it has been a lot less busy uh, because of this outbreak, but. You know, I think one of the things that, that I know you and I are trying to focus on is not just treating those folks that are concerned about whether or not they may have COVID or any other kind of respiratory 
or uh, infectious disease process going on, but also maintaining their, their general health and wellness and keeping up with their, um, their general health needs, not just what's going on with regard to COVID. I'm seeing this. I have the same concern, to be honest. I, I've noticed that, you know, as a clinic, we typically will see 85 to 90 patients a day. And, uh, you know, if, if the volume drops way off, that indicates one thing to me. A, people are doing what the government's asking, which is, you know, sort of sheltering in place and self-quarantine. Self, uh, but, but what I do, what I am concerned is happening is that people are not uh, addressing their routine health needs. Uh, because one of the side things that I'm concerned with is that as time goes on, we're going to have people having um, other medical problems because they're ignoring their basic medical issues out of fear of COVID-19. Does that does that make sense? I mean, I, I feel like there's I, I don't know if it's it's anecdotal. I know, but like just the other day, I saw two people that were in the heart you know hospital from our clinic with heart attacks. And it's kind of like, man, I wonder if those people were taking their medications. I wonder, you know, what was going on in their lives that led to that. But it's like, it's a reminder that regular medical issues, I mean, heart disease being the number one killer in our country, is still going on. Those those issues are still going on and need to be addressed. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think from, from my point of view, there's two things going on. I, I think that um, the stress that so many of us are under in dealing with this current situation and this epidemic or this pandemic. Um, I, I think that is bad enough. But then when you add that to the general health issues that our patients suffer from with regard to heart disease and, and lung disease and endocrine, endocrine type uh, and metabolic problems like diabetes, um, I, I think that just adds to the um, to the concern that we have, because as we've talked about for years and years, you know, stress is is a major factor in all of these health issues. And if their stress level is even higher because of the current situation with this pandemic, then I think it puts them at even greater risk, whether they get the the actual infection or not. So absolutely, I think we need to try and maintain our focus in maintaining health, not just preventing an infection. So yeah, absolutely. We need to be on top of, you know, them taking their medications and making sure that they, you know, check their vital signs routinely, you know, through our tele telemedicine platform. Uh, we have a, a wonderful service that allows them to put in their vital signs and we're able to see those, you know, over the, uh, over the computer which is, I think, fantastic um, and allows us the ability to, to, to say, at least to ourselves, okay, well, this patient, you know, is doing good from a, from, you know, a vital sign point of view. Their respiratory rate is normal. Their temperature is normal. Their blood pressure is normal. So as long as they, you know, are able to monitor those things and continue with their medications, uh, I think that's obviously something that we want and the service that we provide you know, a lot of a lot of the service that we provide, and we've talked about this a lot, um, you know, to each other, is you know, patients need information. Uh, it's not necessarily that they right. need us to put our hands on them and examine them, although that is something that you know we want to do in terms of being able to examine our patients. Um, but the most thing, uh, most most of what our patients need from us is information, and if we're able to provide that through that type of service, then you know, all the better. I agree with that. You know, the other thing that, you know, you kind of touched on it briefly. I know it's a part of both of our lives, 
<clears throat> but there's things that people can do at home right now because I, I know one of the concerns I've, I've run into, I just saw a gentleman earlier this morning. I'm, in, I'm, I'm uh, stationed at the clinic today. And, and one of the things that, you know, they're starting to get concerns about losing their job and, you know, finances are getting tight and these types of things. So for a lot of folks, we, we should talk briefly about the things, our kind of favorite things to keep people healthy. And I'll start with one. A lot of people have a lot more free time right now. There is zero reason why somebody should not be physically active if, if they're capable of being so. Uh, physical exercise, I'll go with that one for now, is, is quite frankly one of the quickest and easiest ways to boost natural immunity. Uh, besides the fact that you're getting fresh air and sunshine and things like that, you can be socially distant and exercise. I do it every day. I've been jokingly putting some social distancing posts on my Facebook page every morning as I go for my morning run. Right. But it's one of the things that keeps us healthy is to be physically active. Movement is something that boosts immunity. All the research shows it. Please, if you're out there and you're worried or you're excessively concerned about COVID-19 and you're wondering what can you do besides popping pills or you know things like that, physically move. And I know you work out every morning too. Yes, I get up um, about 5.15 every morning and I get a, at least a 30-minute workout in. Uh, I've invited my brother-in-law over to work out with me on weekends and that's been uh, really good for us. One of the things that I love that you say, um, and you've, you, I know you tell this to your patients in clinic and I've started to do the same, is you know start where you are. And, and I, love, I love that concept because one of the things that I think a lot of people are afraid of is having to compete with somebody else or expect that, that, you know, that they need to go and run, you know, for 30 minutes every day. And, and that's not it. What, what I'm asking patients to do is, you know, exactly like you said, start where you are, do what you can do, uh, improve every day, uh, increase the intensity a little bit as you can increase the duration with what you, with, you know, the amount of time that you exercise, uh, as time goes on, you know, I don't expect someone to get up um, and, and exercise for 30 minutes like I do um, on day one. You know, start with, you know, five or 10 minutes or, or 15 minutes and advance from there. I've advi advised patients to work on, on things like, you know, doing yoga. Um, and I tell patients, you know, if, if you can find a yoga video on YouTube, you know, I don't expect you to, to get into a downward dog position just like the, the person on, on the YouTube channel. Um, you know, start with, with simple exercises and advance from there. You won't be able to, to get into that position right off the bat. You know, start with, with very simple exercises. I tell people to walk in place. If they can't walk outside, walk in place. You know, if they need to hold on to, a, to something while they're walking in place, do that. If they need to do a, what I call a, a modified jumping jack, do that. Um, but just get, get active. Move your joints. Use your muscles. Stretch out your muscles. Um, I think all of that is vitally important, like we're talking about. You're right. It helps to boost the immune system. So all of those things are, are really important. And then, you know, as you, as you advance, uh, increase the intensity and the duration with which you exercise. I think that's important. Yeah, and all of that underscored because it boosts your immunity. Oh, one uh, plug, um, since you mentioned yoga, which I think I totally agree with, um, I'll put it in the show notes somewhere uh, for this episode, but my wife, Kimberly Curtis, is a yoga instructor, and she is offering courses via Zoom. Um, so she's doing this, and I, I think that's something that a lot of people are starting to do. They realize they need stress management, and yoga is a great tool for that. I don't have all that link as we 
you know, I don't know her like information as we speak right now, but what I'll do is in the show notes, I'll put a link because I think she's doing those every day. And basically somebody could do that anywhere from their own living room and connect with other people. And she does it in a way where, you know, they can interact kind of thing. And she does a great job with that. So anyway, I'll, I'll post that. One other thing I wanted to jump on here, we talked about exercise is a natural way to boost immunity in these hard times that we're dealing with right now where, where immune function is key. The big one, and I know I've done an episode on the WFO Life podcast on this, on sleep. Now, if you sleep less than seven hours, I don't want you to listen to that podcast and freak yourself out, okay? But what I did do is I explained what the real, what the science says about sleep. And basically, if you're sleeping less than seven hours a day, it doesn't end so well for you. And, and I, I want you to listen to it. If you, if you have trouble sleeping or if you're not getting seven to nine hours, please look at it and make sure that sleep is part of what you do. It's part of your health regimen. And for what I mean by that is you should try, especially right now, we all have more free time typically. Not everybody, but a lot of us do. Try to get seven to nine hours of sleep. It will boost your immunity. It will decrease your chance of infection. The body makes most of our immune response during sleep. So if that's the case, it's not time to binge on you know, a Netflix uh, series until two in the morning and, you know, get five hours of sleep. And we, this is not the time to do that. The time to do that is go, you know, go to bed with the sun and, you know, get up with the sun kind of thing. If you, if you can swing that, uh, I, I really believe in that. I know we've talked about that a lot, Ron, but I, I'm a big believer in sleep. It's something that I just didn't know about coming out of medical school years ago. And now the research is really, really interesting and in, uh, how important that is. So, I'll throw I'll throw sleep out there as as another hugely important um, you know aspect of boosting immunity during this whole COVID nineteen pandemic. You got any others you're thinking about? Well, well, to underscore sleep, I, one of the things that that you know I want to say is not just <clears throat> sleep, but effective sleep. Um, you know, I, I have obstructive sleep apnea, and um, if you're not getting effective sleep, uh, you know that that seven hours of effective sleep then you're wasting your time. You know, when I used to wake up feeling so exhausted and tired, and I just thought it was because of the uh, the amount of hours that I was putting in at work and stuff like that. But it, what, what it really was, was just not getting effective sleep. So, you know, if you're a sleep apnea patient or, or if you have, you know, some other sleep-related breathing disorder that prevents you from getting effective sleep, then, you know, definitely want to look into that and get that treated. Um, other things, you know, we talked about sleep hygiene, and making sure that you know there are no distractions uh, in the bedroom when you're trying to get to sleep. You know, lights out, TV off, phone off. All of those things are really important to prevent you from getting distracted while you're getting that effective sleep. You know, I agree with you 100%. Once I started focusing on getting you know seven and a half hours of sleep every night, I feel so much more rested. I feel energetic. I feel that my thought processes are much more clear. Um, I feel like I'm ready to go when I wake up. Uh, many times I'll wake up before my alarm goes off, and that's because I'm getting uh, good, effective sleep. So, yeah, definitely agree with that one. That's a good sign. Yeah, that's a good sign when you're getting up, you know, on your own and you feel rested. That's that's a sign of good health. Um, gee, we can't hardly go through a, a podcast on health uh, or immune function without talking about nutrition. Uh, I know that it's difficult right now. People are struggling to get their normal supply chains of food. Uh, been an issue, but as best you can eat fresh. Uh, I would encourage people to avoid processed sugars. I know that's easy to get comfort foods and and snack out on things that are you know uh, don't perish easy. 
as best you can. Um, we want to limit simple sugars in the diet because that, quite frankly, raises uh, problems with blood sugar. It, it suppresses our immunity, increases our chances of cancer, all these types of things. This is not the time to let your diet go. This is a time to try to do the best you can by eating good fats, proteins, and vegetables and stay away from the processed junk as best you can. We understand, and I, certainly I'm not preaching to anyone that the times are tight or finances are tight and you can't get what you can't get, but do what you can. Very similar to your message, Ron, with the you know, the, uh, the exercise, do what you can with what you have, where you are, you know, do the same thing nutritionally, make the best decisions you can keep the simple sugars and the processed junk out of the diet. Um, we're about 16 minutes in or so. I want to have like kind of close with a few thoughts on mental health and stress. If you don't mind, I want want to plug the, the, the office and, and, um, my farm, with regard to nutrition, you know, we, we provide at, at Future Focus, we have, you know, vegetables that we get from local farmers, um, including my wife. My wife, Amy, runs, you know, our farm, Gavada Farms. Um, and, you know, we have lots of, um, you know, healthy, fresh vegetables. And I know at the office we have, um, you know, farm-raised meats and things like that. So those are things that, you know, if you're having difficulty finding a place where you can get healthy meals, you know, look to future focus, not just for, you know, what medicine can I take? What uh, vitamin supplement can I take? Also, what food can I eat? You know, we have those things available at the office many times. And of course, we don't have the, you know, the, the stock that a grocery store may have. But if you're having, find, if you're having difficulty finding, you know, your, your groceries at HEB or, or your local grocer, you know, look to future focus for some of those things as well. Yeah, I thank you for bringing that up. I totally, you know, I, I, that's something that accessing quality food is something people have mentioned as a problem. And uh, yeah, we, we do have uh, those products here in the office. One thing I wanted to mention before we close out, though, is the idea of mental health. I think it's really important that people keep a schedule every day. Um, I also think it's important to stay informed. But I like to do what I call media fasting. Um, I have been practicing what I call media fasting for the last eight years. Uh, I do not watch the news. I do not listen to talk radio. I don't. I don't do anything that's the constant drumbeat of the same message, one side versus the other. I don't do that. In this day and time, we have to be vigilant. We have to be aware of what's going on, but we don't have to be bombarded with negativity and hype. And what I would suggest is that if you uh, give you my routine every morning, I say, I tell the phone, you know, wake up phone, and I say, I need to hear NPR news, and I say Fox News, and then I say, like, see, uh, I I think I say BBC News, and I listen to each one is about a two minute blurb, and that's it. And I go on for the rest of the day on that bit of news. And the reason I do that. <clears throat> is because what's happening is we're seeing and hearing the same thing over and over again, and it's anxiety-provoking. I mean, you can only read so many times a day, so many tweets, so many Facebook posts about toilet paper's not on the shelf or another 200 people died somewhere. You can only listen to so much of that, and it's outside your sphere of influence. It's outside what you really can control and what you should be looking at, you know, how you can do the best each day for yourself and your family. 
I, I don't know if that strike, how that lands for you, Ron, but I, I have seen people really, my last two visits in the clinic this morning were anxiety and, you know, kind of people that are starting to get ramped up because they just, they're watching the same thing all day long. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. You know, I guess my morning routine is, you know, the first thing I do when I get up is I, I just um, thank God for, you know, for, first of all, for waking up and um, and having the ability to make a difference um, for our community. So I try not to, to worry about, you know, thanking him for, for the things that I have, mostly just being grateful for the opportunity to, to serve our community. That's that's the very first thing. The second thing I do is, you know, I, I do get on my phone and, and I check any local updates and national updates just to be sure that, you know, nothing major has blown up overnight. Um, so I do do that. But then after that, you know, I, I go and I get my exercise in and then I, uh, I make time to read for a minimum of 10 minutes after exercising. I'm, I'm currently reading a book that um, I'll have to talk to you about at some point. But um, in the middle of that right now, so every morning I, I try and do that for a minimum of 10 minutes. And then I have my breakfast and get ready to go into work. Um, I, like you, try to avoid um, listening to the news too much. Uh, you know, we have our morning meetings where we get our updates uh, from the CDC uh, through our um, nurse practitioner, Dr. Anguiano. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it. You know, I get home and, and my wife will tell me, you know, some of the major things that have happened during the day and, and she'll record the news for me. And, you know, we might watch a little bit of that. But once we get to dinner, uh, you know, the TV goes off and she and I talk about other things that are going out here on the farm um, and try not to talk too much about, you know, other national issues regarding COVID. Um, we've also started watching um, Cheers on Netflix just to get some laughs. You know, we'll watch an episode, an episode or two each night um, just, again, to get away from you know, the, uh, all the bad news that, that's circulating in the media. So I definitely agree with, um, you know, all those things in, in terms of trying to keep anxiety and stress levels at a minimum. But everything that we've talked about today should be helping with that, you know, uh, exercise, appropriate nutrition. Uh, one of the things that we didn't mention um, was the use of vitamins and supplements to help maintain health, which obviously is a big thing, uh, something that you and I definitely promote. So but yeah, I, I definitely agree. Maintaining uh, a low stress level is going to be really important at this time. Ron, thank you for uh, sharing this um, episode with me. Uh, we'll put it out as a bonus episode. Probably we'll put it out on the NRG Tribe and on the WFL Live podcast. Um, and I think this is, this is valuable. And perhaps maybe during this window of time, we could do a few more bonus sessions as Maybe uh, new information comes up, um, you know, and in any insights we might have of what's going on for the people that follow or trust our advice. Um, I appreciate your time, Ron. I'll let you get back to work. And uh, for anyone else out there, I will put all the things we talked about in show notes, um, all the links and everything uh, that we mentioned. And uh, by all means, if you have questions or if you find this information valuable, please leave a comment in the show notes um, or let us know things that you would like to hear more from us and we'll do the best we can to crank those out and uh, hopefully um, we'll be out the other end of the tunnel here in the coming weeks. Ron, take care. We'll talk to you later. Thank you, Bill. You too.